Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, under pressure, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo remains defiant as state lawmakers take new steps toward impeachment. Executive assistant number one breaks her silence in our exclusive interview after accusing Governor Cuomo of repeatedly groping her. Not right thing is to resign and to tell the truth. Plus, what does the resignation of a crucial advisor mean for Cuomo? Hospitals on the brink. The Delta variant pushes new cases to a six-month high, forcing one hospital to put up tents to deal with a surge in patients. Plus, what the Pentagon is saying about a vaccine mandate for the military. Code Red for Humanity, the warning from a new climate report about more devastating floods and fires. Can the worst of climate change be reversed? Taliban takeover. As the U.S. exits Afghanistan, more cities fall to Taliban forces. Can the Afghan army hold on? Staggering debt, Americans stuck under a mountain of medical bills. Now the largest source of American debt. Why it is worse in some states. Emotional reunion. Meet a new mom who was separated from her newborn for days because of coronavirus. Play of the game. It wasn't a player, but instead the ball girl who became a hero. And beaches for all. One woman's vision giving everyone a chance to enjoy a day at the beach. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Nora is off tonight. I'm Major Garrett. The next few days could determine the political future of New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Pressure is intensifying after a revealing interview with a woman identified as executive assistant number one in the state attorney general's sexual harassment probe of the governor. 
Brittany Camisso accuses Cuomo of groping her. And when asked about his repeated denials, she told CBS News and the Albany Times Union the governor knew exactly what he was doing. Cuomo has been largely out of sight, huddling with his inner circle. But one of his most trusted and influential advisors, Melissa DeRosa, quit overnight. At the state capitol, lawmakers are moving ahead with impeachment proceedings, and they're looking into more than the sexual harassment allegations. Also in focus, Cuomo's handling of the coronavirus pandemic. CBS's Jerika Duncan is in New York with us tonight. So, Jerika, tell us, what is the impeachment timeline? Well, Major, state lawmakers handling this investigation say we are several weeks away from impeachment. They also confirmed to us that even if the governor were to resign, impeachment is not off the table. All of this happening today, as we're also hearing from the woman known as executive assistant number one, tell her story for the first time. I felt as though if I continued to go to the mansion, that he definitely was going to try to do more. 32-year-old Brittany Camisso says New York Governor Andrew Cuomo groped her breast at the governor's mansion last year. Last week, Camisso filed a criminal complaint against Cuomo, and four district attorneys in New York have opened investigations into his alleged sexual misconduct. Came back to me, and that's when he put his hand up my blouse and cupped my breast over my bra. I exactly remember looking down, seeing his hand, which is a large hand, thinking to myself, oh my God, this is happening. Since Camisso broke her silence, Cuomo's most trusted aide, Melissa DeRosa, resigned. The state attorney general's report in which Cuomo was alleged to have sexually harassed 11 women also claimed DeRosa played a leading role in trying to protect the governor against harassment allegations. And today, Roberta Kaplan stepped down as chair of Time's Up, a national organization formed to fight workplace sexual misconduct. According to the state attorney general's report, Kaplan offered advice on a letter from Cuomo's team intended to take issue with the credibility of at least one of his accusers. This process will be concluded very soon. And when I say very soon, I'm speaking about several weeks. And this afternoon, the state judiciary committee met to discuss potential articles of impeachment for sexual misconduct, also being considered whether the governor lied about the number of COVID-related nursing home deaths, his possible use of state resources for a more than $5 million book deal, and whether the governor prioritized COVID testing for family and friends at the beginning of the pandemic. Is it fair to say that the sexual misconduct allegations are taking precedence in this probe? It is fair to say. Those 11 such allegations were moved forward as, as being credible by the state attorney general. Brittany Camisso says that should be enough to convince the governor to leave office. If the governor's watching right now, what would you say to him? I would say, Governor, this is the truth. These are the facts. And it's your turn to do the right thing. And that right thing is to resign and to tell the, the governor truth. denies all allegations of sexual harassment. Meanwhile, the Judiciary Committee that's looking into this says he has until this Friday, August the 13th, to present his evidence. Major? Jerika Duncan, thank you. We want you to know that you can see more of Jerika's interview on Paramount Plus and at CBSNews.com in the documentary, Executive Assistant Number 1, 
Cuomo accuser speaks. Tonight, more troubling numbers in the COVID pandemic. The U.S. is now averaging more than 100,000 new cases each day, with every state reporting high or substantial community transmission. Fewer than 59% of Americans 12 and older are fully vaccinated. CBS's Omar Villafranca reports from hard-hit Louisiana. As another COVID wave crushes the South, Louisianans are battling the variant with the vaccine. 20-year-old Autumn Murray is back for her second shot before she returns to Southern University. It's in a few weeks, so I kind of want to just be safe from myself, my peers. Um, my mom kind of pushed me to get it and yeah. kind of gave me the facts about it. The daily average for vaccinations in Louisiana is up 175% in the last month, but less than 38% of Louisianans are fully vaccinated. And COVID is already clobbering the state's healthcare system again. Louisiana is averaging 30 COVID-related deaths a day, and more than 2,700 people are hospitalized with the virus. Like 61-year-old Douglas Allen, the college football fan has been at Baton Rouge General for almost a month after waiting to get the vaccine. I wanted to wait a little bit later because of football. I wanted it to take effect, so I didn't have to worry about in the middle of the season, hey, I gotta go get a booster. In Texas, where cases are surging, the Dallas Independent School District is the first to require teachers and students to wear masks, defying Governor Greg Abbott's order banning mask mandates. And tents are popping up outside LBJ Hospital in Houston to deal with the overflow of patients. But there aren't enough doctors and nurses to staff them. Farther north, despite the latest COVID surge, Canada has reopened its border with the United States. Non-essential travel to Canada has been banned since March of 2020. And tonight, the Pentagon will seek the president's approval to make the COVID vaccine mandatory for all U.S. military personnel. Back in Louisiana. She hasn't touched her since she was born. This is the moment Elizabeth Jones finally got to see her newborn daughter, Charleston. Jones was COVID positive when she gave birth almost two weeks ago and had to immediately quarantine. I've never even held her. And how is she? She's perfect. Testing sites in Louisiana are busy again. Our Lady of the Lake says they have seen numbers jump tenfold at this location just in the last month. More than 250 people have been tested here just today. Major? Omar Villafranca, we thank you. Tonight, California's Dixie Fire has grown to become the second largest wildfire in that state's history. 765 square miles have already burned. That's twice the size of New York City. Now, crews have been fighting this blaze for nearly a month, but it is only 21% contained. Nearly 800 structures have been destroyed. Another 16,000 are threatened. Related to that, a new and comprehensive study by the United Nations warns that the wildfires, floods, and excessive heat consuming parts of our planet could have catastrophic results unless nations act fast to stop greenhouse gas emissions. Scientists make it clear humans are to blame. CBS's Ben Tracy reports. This summer's apocalyptic wildfires in California and Greece, floods in Belgium, are just a glimpse of what could come. Scientists say the planet is warming faster than at any time in at least 2,000 years. Climate change is a problem that is here now. Nobody is safe and it's getting worse faster. The UN report says it is unequivocal that human influence has warmed the atmosphere, ocean and land, that many changes are now irreversible and more warming will accelerate extreme events that are unprecedented. 
Climate change is fueling stronger and wetter hurricanes and life-threatening heat waves. Sea levels are rising faster as glaciers keep melting. The ocean retains 90% of the excess heat trapped by climate change. Scientists say immediate and rapid reductions in greenhouse gas emissions, mostly from fossil fuels, are necessary to avoid catastrophic impacts. We have to act very fast. Jeff Birardelli is a meteorologist and CBS News climate specialist. Is there still time for us to offset some of the worst impacts of climate change? There is absolutely more time. We have time to save ourselves. We're going to see some extremes in climate, but we can avert complete catastrophe, but we can't avert all catastrophes as we can see. Some of them are already happening across the earth. Here in the western United States, it's getting hotter and drier. This haze you see behind me here, that's smoke from those wildfires out in California. But in the eastern United States, it's a completely different story. They're actually getting wetter, and scientists say they should expect more coastal flooding in the years to come. Major? In Boulder, Colorado, Forrest Ben Tracy. Thank you. A tropical storm is expected to develop tonight in the Caribbean Sea. Watches are posted in the Dominican Republic and cover all of Puerto Rico. As much as a half a foot of rain is expected in some places over the next day or two. This storm system could threaten South Florida by this weekend. Now to breaking news. One of Jeffrey Epstein's accusers is now suing Britain's Prince Andrew, claiming the prince sexually abused her when she was 17. In the suit, filed today in federal court in New York, Virginia Gouffray says Epstein forced her to have sex with the prince, who has denied any wrongdoing. Epstein died by suicide in jail two years ago. In Afghanistan, provincial capitals are falling as the Taliban speeds up its weeks-long offensive. This as the U.S. military and NATO forces exit. CBS's Charlie Daggett has the latest. Taliban militants blast their way into Kunduz. Thousands of panicked residents have fled the fighting. The fall of the northern city is the biggest blow yet to Afghan forces collapsing against an all-out assault that has advanced at lightning speed. Since the offensive began in May, the militants have swept across the country, capturing more territory than at any time since 2001. The security situation is deteriorating, and just all over the last... What, 72 hours, roughly five provincial capitals fell to the Taliban. That's deeply concerning. They've been emboldened by the pullout of all U.S. forces by the end of this month. Although U.S. officials tell CBS News American airstrikes have targeted Taliban positions in recent days with Reaper drones, AC-130s and B-52s. Over the weekend, the U.S. Embassy in Kabul urged all U.S. citizens to leave the country immediately. As Taliban militants raise their flag in Kunduz, Afghans can only brace for more cities to follow and wonder how long before Kabul itself is in their sights. The Taliban have already proven that the capital is within reach, stepping up targeted assassinations. Gunmen shot dead the Afghan government's media director just days after an assassination attempt on the acting defense minister. Major? Charlie Daggett, thank you. A recent survey found that medical bills, those more than six months overdue, are now the biggest source of personal debt in the United States. Tens of millions of people have learned that they are just one serious illness away from being unable to pay their bills. CBS's Anna Werner looks at the cost of getting sick in America. I felt like a criminal, like I was doing something wrong. 
When a man showed up at Alyssa Gummo's front door in Kenosha, Wisconsin last October with a court summons, the 38-year-old single mom felt crushed. Did you ever think that you would be in the financial situation you're in because of medical bills? Never. It just makes me feel like a failure. This is when they were suing you. Yes. For the second time, she was being sued for unpaid medical bills her insurance didn't cover. Back in 2017, a $50,000 bill for hip surgery forced her into bankruptcy, despite having a full-time job. You know, middle-class Americans, we get the short end of the stick. (laughs) It's, It's not fair. This time, Gummo has a job that pays more, but not enough to pay new bills not covered by her high-deductible insurance plan. This is Lisa from AmeriCollect. I'm a debt collector. Debt collectors call day and night. A new JAMA study finds medical bills are the largest source of American debt, with a record $140 billion in collections last year, nearly twice the previous estimate. It's all about the medical bills. Yeah, it's sort of a uniquely American phenomenon. Stanford professor Neil Mahoney, the lead author, says bills are often higher for people living in a dozen states, including Wisconsin, that chose not to expand eligibility for Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act. The fact that the health care system, which is supposed to heal people, is creating half of debt and collections in the United States is something that I, I think is quite distressing. Experts say state and federal legislation is needed to fix the debt crisis. For now, Gummo is on a payment plan, but says she's still forced to choose between prescriptions and groceries. I feel like I will be in debt for the rest of my life. Medical debt, a chronic condition for many Americans still searching for a cure. Anna Werner, CBS News, Kenosha. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. In Omaha, three people were up to their necks in deep trouble. They were trapped inside an elevator that had filled with water as it reached the basement of a building during a heavy weekend rainstorm. One man called a friend of the building for help. Three rescuers managed to open the elevator doors. No one was hurt. Tonight, more spectacular video as the United States Navy puts its newest aircraft carrier to test, to the test rather, off the Florida coast. This is the third so-called shock trial for the USS Gerald Ford. 40,000 pounds of explosives were detonated close to the ship to make absolutely sure it is battle ready. And there was an exceptional play during the Dodgers-Angels baseball game on Sunday. A man ran onto the field and for a time eluded security guards until a ball girl tripped him up just enough, causing him to flip over the fence. And that's when security guards finally got him. Question, what could be better than a trip to the shore on a hot summer day, especially when everyone can experience it? CBS's Manuel Bohorkas reports from Miami Beach. For Sergio Echeverria, this isn't just a day at the beach. Oh, man, this is so good. Nicknamed Aquaman, the ocean has always been his second home. 
but a tractor accident this winter left him paralyzed from the waist down. Did you think you'd ever be able to get back in the water again? I had my doubts. I really did. But here you are. I did, and I've been proven wrong, <laughs> and I like that. Once a month, a small army of volunteers build out this stretch of Miami Beach. Plastic mats for the wheelchairs and special floating chairs, transporting folks for a joyful swim. It's amazing. Sabrina Cohen is the woman behind these adaptive beach days. I'm crying of joy. So when you see people go into the water for the first time in years... We all cry. It's like tears of joy. It's, um, it's a gift to give to others. Cohen is among the 61 million U.S. adults living with a disability. A car accident left her a quadriplegic at 14. For a moment when you're in the water, you are like anybody else. Any mobility devices that you use just wash away for a moment. They wash away. You're floating. That's the great equalizer. It sure is. She's now working to install a permanent location to reach more than the 8,000 they've already helped. It's like a small strand of miracles that just keep coming together. Each one with a smile that just washes over. Manuel Bojorquez, CBS News, Miami Beach. Tomorrow on the CBS Evening News, the confusion over masks in schools, what parents need to know as classes begin. And if you can't watch us live, please don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that is tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Major Garrett. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus, starting May 1st.